0: It's Wednesday. No, it's not. It's Tuesday. <laughs> That's how tired I am. It's Tuesday, the 14th of March. It's the eve of the budget. And I don't have any big predictions for the budget tomorrow. And I thought I was. Isn't the news cycle just exhausting at the moment? It's just relentless. Just this evening, I've seen a story. I'll link to it below. Uh, the credit ratings giant Moody's has warned of more pain ahead for the U.S. banking system. It's cut its outlook for the sector from, to negative from stable warning of a rapid deterioration in the operating environment. I've likened banking crises to wildfires. Sometimes they get put out, sometimes they don't. You never know where they're going to start. You know when the conditions for them are um, ripe, so to speak, and... Um, the conditions for them are ripe, whether they start or not, whether they get put out fast or not, you just don't know, it's impossible to predict. And I don't have a prediction. But the point I want to make in this video for everybody who's just feeling exhausted at the yo-yo of news is you've got to remember that the property sector moves slowly. Transactions in the U-take take six to 12 months on average. The reporting of what's happening, you know, you, we get Halifax, we get Nationwide, we get the land registry, and you know, stats coming out, but they're all just showing small parts of it. And we don't really get the full, true picture till a long time later. We get indications of trends and when they all agree, they all agree, but then they start to disagree and you don't know why. Well, they say it's going up and they say it's going down, but there's a timing difference here and they've only got a small sample size. They've got a bigger sample size, but they've just adjusted it and is it seasonally adjusted or is it not seasonally adjusted? And what does that mean? And does that mean interest rates are going to go up or does it mean they're going to go down? Ah, It's... And I can sense that feeling amongst many of you out there both buyers and sellers. I, I I have been getting an increasing number of messages from people going. I I don't know what to do. I think we should be selling, but I don't know. And I ask why, and they say well, we don't know why. And I say, well, do you need to move? Or, no, but we we would like to sell and and, and crystallise the gains we've made in our property. Okay, are you happy with that as a, a a roller coaster of uncertainty in life? I mean, do you not like the house where you live? No, we like the house where we live then stay. If you don't need to move, why would you put yourself through that stress with all of the swelling uncertainty that we've got at the moment around the financial system and everything else? If you need to sell, absolutely sell, don't delay, sell now. And if you need to buy, because you need a home urgently, you need a place to live in and have stability to work from and grow from and everything else, buy now, despite what, if you just, Keep on waiting and waiting and waiting for something to happen. It's probably gonna happen or it might not happen, but too many people are worrying about saving money or making a bit of money, rather than just the security and stability of living in a home that you own if you can afford it. Now, there are some people who can't afford to buy until the price, price is fall. I get that. And if you're living somewhere comfortably and not under pressure, then, then, yeah. Now is definitely a time that I would be waiting if I wasn't needing to buy now and had the money to buy. If I could afford to buy the home I wanted to live in right now, I wouldn't be waiting just to save some money. I would buy it now because living in a home that you own, especially going into this apparently increasing uncertainty, is just more important than anything else. You know, the money you've got in the bank is just a number on a screen but the home that you live in is a physical thing that you, you have real value and benefit from. And I am here for movers, not investors. And so I've been getting investors asking me questions. And I just, I, I don't have anything to offer investors because I actually think that speculation and investment in the property market is actually counter to the interests of home movers and tenants. I mean, you know, knock yourselves out if you're investors and you know, you're free to do that, of course, but that's just not who I'm here to help. You know, um, if you treat... The buying and selling of your home as a financial speculation move—you are most likely to come a cropper at some point. I had a long message this evening from someone on Twitter telling me exactly that. That's what she'd done, and she she said my, her exact words: were, "I really lived to regret it. She got the timing wrong. It went bad, and it was her home that suffered. It wasn't just an investment; she lost some money on. It was her home." So my message is this, tonight on the eve of the budget, it doesn't matter what they say in the budget tomorrow. It's not going to change the long-term direction of travel. They're going to announce the Bank of England base rate decision in another week or two's time. I don't care what they do, up or down. It's a short-term thing. It doesn't change what's happening in the long-term. Yes, of course, it has a direct impact on, on interest rates, but you've got to remember, going back to the point I made at the beginning of the video, the property market moves in very slow motion. Interest rates are way higher than they were a year ago, way higher, and the market has still not yet seen the full effect of those interest rate rises. There hasn't been enough time for them to fully come through. And it's going to take probably two years until the full effect of last year's sudden rate increases to actually feed through and settle into the property market. That's how slowly it moves. So this is why Halifax's house prices go up in 1% a month. doesn't make a blind bit of difference to me. Uh, it, you know, even if they all said it's going up in just one month, I go, well, that's just, just one month. It doesn't mean anything. The long-term trend, which I started calling a year ago in February 2022, Um, The long-term trend is exactly as I have been reporting and as I've been observing with the timing advantage I have of seeing what's happening at the coalface within the estate agency and the housing market. So, I don't know about you guys, I am absolutely shattered just trying to keep up with the, the stories every day. There's just so many stories every single day. And I'm just going to take a small step back and just focus on any large, significant news. And I would recommend everyone else do the same because honestly, it messes with your head, right? They're going to put it up, they're going to put it down. It doesn't matter. It's just one move. And one move, whether it's the US or whether it's the UK, isn't going to change the direction of the property market. Okay, that's the thing you really need to understand. A single decision in a single month about a single interest rate or a single policy won't on its own Change the direction of the housing market. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what I mean. Even if, and I do not think this is going to happen, but even if tomorrow at the budget, Jeremy Hunt announced uh, the help to buy scheme is back, I don't think it will make much difference, okay? Yes, the help to buy scheme made made it possible for a lot of people to buy properties that couldn't buy properties, but in a falling market, the help to buy scheme is so risky because you're borrowing, what is it, 95%? Who wants to borrow 95% in a falling market? See see what I mean? Even if he were to reinstate that, I don't think it changes the direction of travel. Um, Because until there's a, you know, if interest rates are not going back to the 1% or whatever the base rates were, House prices are not going to be staying the same or going up again anytime soon. They're going to be going down for a couple of years, gradually. (coughs) Okay, it doesn't happen overnight. By the way, for any of you thinking, oh, is Charlie changing his tune? I am not changing my tune at all. I am more confident now of my 35% peak to trough over, I think, about three years um, projection than I've ever been, more than ever. Just look at the instability in the whole financial market that's happening. Now, I'm, this This will be, I mean, is it a financial crisis yet? No. Might it be looking back on it? Yes. Whatever it is, it is a unfolding, rapidly unfolding global financial event, okay? I'm not using the word crisis, but it is a global financial event, that's for sure. Moody's has just downrated the entire banking sector, warning of a rapid deterioration in the operating environment. I mean, we are we are right in the midst of a banking event of some kind, okay? So to all of you waiting for a crash, It, the crashes don't happen quickly. They don't happen overnight. I still think the steepest price falls will be this year in 2023, but they won't be reported and you won't see the proof of it until 2024. So, you know, this is what I mean. If you're waiting because you could move now, but you don't want to move now, you're going to go out of your mind waiting. Just get in a home, the value of being in a home if you can afford to do it. Don't overpay. Absolutely don't overpay. Do not overextend yourself. Do not risk negative equity. Um, but this, you know, these things just play out slowly. In the previous housing crashes, okay, the, the average uh, price drop in the steepest period was 1.2% of price drops per month, okay? 1.2% a month. Now, there are anecdotal stories. I have one today. I put it on Twitter of people who have just, Secured a purchase on a property that a year ago sold for 23% more, or it's 23% less than it was a year ago now. That doesn't surprise me at all. I, I am sure that on average, we are already well past 10% down from the peak, just not yet reported. Okay. And I'm sure that steeper falls are yet to come. Uh, and literally, almost nothing that can be said by the news or the media or the government or the banks is going to change my mind because. All of it has gone against the housing market, all of it. Remember the eight reasons I gave you? I mean, everyone's forgotten, but next month, okay, April 2023, everyone's tax goes up, right? The tax change, it was announced last year, everyone's forgotten about it. People are going to be getting less of their money next month, everybody. And on top of the cost of living crisis, you know, it's people, oh, inflation's coming down but there's still inflation. Like, inflation may not be as high as it was, but inflation means prices are still going up and up and up and up. They're still increasing faster than wages. Oh, inflation's coming down. You know, If you don't understand the mechanics and mathematics of inflation, and you hear the phrase inflation's coming down, I think it means that, oh, everything's getting better and interest rates going down. You're gravely mistaken. Until inflation, Is way down four, three, two percent. We are not out of the woods. Like it doesn't matter if it drops from 10 to nine to eight percent, it's still eight percent, and that's still horrific. That's still quadruple the bank's time, and it's not eight percent yet. So, all of these numerical boneheads out there who just read the words and don't understand the maths and go out there and go, oh, it's all fine, everything's fine. It's look, look, inflation's coming down. And, this, and don't actually quantify what it means or understand what it means. Oh my God, I can't believe how many of those people there are in the investor community. How can you be in the investor community and be so bad at maths? It just doesn't, I don't get it. Um, So I I know I'm rambling and I'll just try and wrap this up because I I can't do a live stream. I'm traveling, I'm visiting family. There's not enough uh, uh, internet connection speed for for a live stream. Uh, So I'll be uploading this video. But for those of you who can afford to buy now but are holding off to get a better price, if you found a home that you like and you're happy living in, you can afford to buy now, don't rush, but don't delay either. Just... Start the process, make an offer, see if you can get it agreed, get it going. You know, Don't forget that between getting an offer agreed and exchanging, you can renegotiate if the property market comes down that far. I'm not recommending that you do that, I'm just saying that you you always have that option. Until the day of exchange, you're not committed to anything. It's the same for sellers and buyers, It's, it's even Stevens, right? That's just a fact, I'm not saying it's a good thing, but it is a simple fact of the way the English and Welsh property markets work, which is that until the day of exchange, you can change your mind, all right? i think there are too many people holding back who could and probably should move um if you are really comfortable where you're living now but you're, you've got money to buy but you you want to wait for better choice or better value yeah there's nothing wrong with doing that okay if you're not if you're not keen to move into a new home and you're comfortable where you are that's there's nothing wrong with that it's a personal choice um i think there are a lot of people now going umming and ahhing about selling and i i would say If you don't need to move, then deciding to sell with a lack of commitment will not only create huge amounts of uncertainty and stress for yourself, but also for everyone else involved, because it means you're probably gonna change your mind. right? If you need to sell and want to sell, then commit to selling and get sold and price aggressively below the market, get sold and get moved into a new house. If you're selling and looking to buy, and you can, if you've got the time and the means of doing this, I would do them as two separate transactions. It will be quicker and safer in this in this marketplace that we're in now. Get yourself sold, go into rented or family or whatever it might be, short-term accommodation, and then be an unencumbered buyer so that when you buy, you're chain-free, you can buy quickly. That's how you get better deals. Um, but guys, just chill out about the news. Whether there is or isn't going to be a banking crisis, whether the, whether interest rates move up slightly or down slightly, it doesn't change anything right now, right here, because it takes so long for the effect of these changes to actually reach the property market. And so the, the timing disconnect between people who are right on the edge now, I, I want to go view, I'm ready to buy, I want to buy now, I want to buy now. But you're looking at the news today to determine your decision, well, you're looking at the news today, which won't actually affect the market for some months to come, and yet you're trying to use the news today to affect your decision-making today. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? There's a this massive time disconnect. And it's what I'm trying to solve with this channel is to help people understand that I, I've got a certain amount of visibility of what's happening at the coalface. There is this big, big, big six, nine, 12-month reporting lag between what's happening at the coalface and what's being reported, which is why Honestly, you know, I'm here reporting what I'm observing and what I believe with confidence is happening. So far it is happening as I have reported and observed and projected, and it will continue to do so. So I hope that it helps to hear me say, just yeah, you know, by always keep an eye the news, but don't don't hang on every news story. Either way, good or bad, right? The trend on prices is down. Even the Halifax said that in their report last week, which showed February prices going up 1%, they said the underlying general trend is downwards, right? They wouldn't say that. They wouldn't say that unless they really felt they had to say that, okay? So I I am telling you the underlying trend is downward. It is my view that the, the speed of that downward trend is increasing slightly. You will not see an overnight crash, as there's a lot of first-time buyers who are obviously new to this whole industry and expect thinking that a crash means that overnight prices are going to fall. That has never happened. That's never happened. And it doesn't happen. It, you know, at best, it's several months for a for, a, for the for the steepest drop, several months. And if you're waiting and watching, or looking at your watch every day, waiting for it, it'll just feel like watching a, a kettle to boil that just never boils. It's like, it's never going to happen. So just try to absorb this timing concept, okay, where what we're reading in the news about the property market is basically six to 12 months old. What we're seeing in the news about interest rates and banks and that kind of stuff is not going to feed through to the property market for some time. It affects sentiment, definitely. Um, But you need huge, you need everything to all turn in the same direction before the market will turn, if that makes sense. The reason the market turned last year, 2022, was, was in my opinion, number one was the cost of living crisis, which was also inflation, and therefore also a rising interest rate. So look, all three of those things had to happen to turn the property market, right? We had to have the cost of living crisis. We had to, that was energy bills going up. We then had to have inflation, which caused the Bank of England to put their rates up. And all of these needed to happen. And look how long it took between when that happened and when prices actually started to be reported as turning. Nine months, So it's about the move, not the money. If you need to move for moving reasons, move. Do it leisurely. There's no rush. If you're selling and not buying, I'd sell sooner rather than later. But for anyone else, there's no hurry. Okay, but just move. Just, just calmly go about your move and just disregard all of the frenzied news reporting. Okay, because it's just going to adversely affect your decision-making one way or the other. And stop worrying too much about small amounts of, in percentage terms, savings, deals, that kind of stuff. There are people who are stressing themselves out so much over the small gap between the seller and the buyer, this this standoff. Honestly, the, the person in that scenario that wins is the person that decides to close the gap and just make the transaction happen, rather than both of you losing out and not getting a transaction. Just get the move done. Moving is more important. Having a home is more important. Um, And I think all of the speculators in the property market are about to have a bad year. A really bad year. Um, But they've had a lot of good years. So, hey, you know, if you speculate, you've got to take the rough and the smooth. This year, it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough. So I hope that um, this has been helpful. And you'll think a little bit like me about the budget, which is, you know, Uh, unless there are any groundbreaking. I mean, I think uh, it's nothing to do with property. I think if they do decide to to create uh, 30 hours a week of childcare for for under twos, that's going to be life-changing for so many families if they do that. Why didn't they do it a long time ago? Um, What's the point of having childcare paid for, but you have to have two years when you can't have any childcare, and therefore you can't work? That'd that'd be good, but that's not going to make any difference to the housing market. I think he's saving his powder, keeping it dry. It's going to be a boring budget, not going to make many differences. Um, And I think any exciting government steps probably won't happen until the budget next year, a year from now, March 2024. Ramble, ramble, blah, blah, blah. 20 minutes of me going blah, 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 blah. I have linked below to a couple of stories that I think are larger, big picture, long-term stories. Today, Meta has laid off another 10,000 employees. Today, Apple is reporting that they're delaying bonuses, they're reducing hiring, and you've got to understand when the biggest companies in the world, the ones that have just been making crazy profits for decades, suddenly got to start laying people off, tightening their belts. If that doesn't tell you what the state of the global economy is and which direction it's headed, then nothing will get through. Nothing will get through. I'm not being a doom monger. It's fine, they're still gonna be around. Facebook's not going anywhere, neither is Apple. They're gonna be fine, okay? This isn't doom it's just economic cycles happening and there is a very big economic cycle happening. And people should just get on with their lives as, as best as you can and not worry about it. Um, but I have linked to those three stories, the BBC one about Moody's, the Apple story and the Meta story. Um, and I, I've done that because I just want people to see these. these are big picture things happening all of which I think confirm the direction of travel. Thank you for listening. I'm sorry if I've been repeating myself. I hope this was helpful. Um, I will see you soon um, on the next live stream. Maybe tomorrow night if there's a surprise or Wednesday off the budget, more likely to be Thursday um, when I've had a chance to really digest it. Um, but have a great night, guys, and I will see you soon. Bye-bye.